Blog Talk Radio. You know, church has become so commercial until we have gotten away from its true purpose. It has become such big business until we allow people to operate and function as long as they have something to bring to the table. People are now more concerned about recording and living in life of the rich and famous rather than knowing Jesus. For the true purpose of the church is whole business, not big business. I don't know about you, but I would rather have nothing and no Jesus than to have everything and not know Jesus. You need to confess it today. Good evening. Thank you for tuning in to the Light of Portland broadcast with Pastor Kimberly Black from Greater St. Stephen Missionary Baptist Church in Portland, Oregon. Do you know Jesus? Did you know he could live in your heart if you invite him in? the next song you hear prepare to be blessed of the Lord prepare for a move of Holy Spirit prepare to know Jesus in your heart
Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I hope that some blessed folks are in the house tonight with their hands lifted up, saying that I'm blessed when I go in, blessed when I come out, blessed when I rise up, blessed when I sit down. We're blessed tonight. Good evening, good evening, good evening, and welcome to the light of Portland. I am your host, Pastor Kimberly Black, bringing you greetings from the city of roses. Portland, Oregon. And if you have never been to Portland, Oregon, that's a trip you need to make before you make it to the other side. Amen. Amen. You got to stop by Portland before you go to heaven. Amen. (laughs) Amen. So we want to encourage you. Amen. My brothers and sisters, if you have not been to the Pacific Northwest, come on, let us know that you're coming. We can hook you up and show you a good time, take you to where you can go and eat and fellowship and have some good church. But we honor the presence of the Lord on tonight. And yes, we are blessed. We are blessed. We are blessed. God gave us this opportunity to worship him today. And we're coming together tonight to do the same thing. Worship him, lift him up, exalt him and glorify him. We give honor to God for his presence. We um, thank God for all of those that make this platform possible. We thank God for the Butterfields, the work that God has assigned to their hands, and for them sharing this platform with us. We thank God for our sister, my friend, Pastor Sherelle Pennington. We thank God for you, woman of God. And we thank God for Archbishop Ruth Smith, who is a spiritual covering for the light of Portland. We're truly grateful that the woman of God prays for us and gives us words of encouragement to help us continue to persevere and to press and to be present and to make a difference in the lives of the people that we come in contact with week after week. I hope that you had a blessed day on today. I know that tonight you're going to have a blessed night because we have with us Portland's very own Pastor J.W. Friday from the Bright Star Ministries, and I'm so glad Pastor Friday is here, had the opportunity to uh, fellowship with him briefly on last Monday, and truly it was an honor, it was a privilege and a pleasure to see the man of God out in the community and doing what he does best, moving and shaking, and tonight he's going to bring the word of God to us. And I hope you are excited. Call somebody and tell somebody to get on the call because we are going to go before the Lord in prayer and song and his preached word. I just want to let you know that we are getting ready to celebrate um, Black History Month. And you know, Black history for us is every month. Amen. But we are, uh, uh, it's been set aside uh, that people all over will celebrate black history. I hope that we take up the time to honor those whose shoulders we stand upon, those that are living and those that are deceased. Uh, we would not be here if it had not been for the Lord who was on our side. And we would not be here for some of those who died that we could vote, who died that we don't have to sit at the back of the bus, um, who died that, that, that we don't have to um, be slaves anymore. Um, and, and everything that we use in the world today 
just about everything, was invented by somebody that looks like you and me. And so we're so grateful for what God has given to the African-American community, both small and large. And so we're grateful. So we're going to celebrate and honor the men and women of God. Uh, talk about somebody that, that we normally don't talk about. Tell our children about somebody um, we don't normally talk about. And for the month of February on the light of Portland, we're going to share and introduce you to some people that people don't talk about, that we didn't know were doing things and making things happen and being a light in the world, being salt in the world. And so um, I want to encourage you to uh, get excited about February and share the good news of what we have done as a people. I uh, also want to let you know about a breakfast that's coming up. It is Jobs for Justice. And they will be having a faith labor breakfast on February 21st from 7.30 to 9 o'clock a.m. at the St. Andrew's Church on 8th and Alberta. Um, Tickets are $25. You can buy them online or at the door. Um, And one thing that I love about what Dr. David Wheeler says no one will be turned away. So if you go in support of Jobs of Justice, go to their breakfast, you might not have the $25. You can go and learn about what they're doing in our community. We know, um, many of you may not know, but Dr. David Wheeler um, supports all the, um, the Oregon nurses. We know that here the Oregon nurses are on strike. He was out with um, the Nabisco workers when they were on strike, just there to be salt and light and a godly um, counsel to those union representatives. So please pray for Dr. David Wheeler and Jobs of Justice here in Portland, Oregon. also want to tell you about the Interfaith Breakfast, which will be um, February the 24th on a Friday. It is free. It's at the Embassy Suite. And I'll give you more information about that, but just something for you to put on your calendar so that you can be out in the community um, so that you can see what's going on and be in the know. We are so excited about God being a healer, God being a deliverer, God being a provider, that we we know prayer changes things, prayer changes people, and prayer changes situations. We've seen it at Greater St. Stephen's, and I'm sure you've seen it at your church. People have asked for prayer, and God has turned around, and he has done that thing. And so we're just excited tonight. We're going to go before the Lord in prayer, have a song, have a song, And then we're going to um, hear from our own Pastor J.W. Friday. Please, let's bow our heads. Let's bow our heads in prayer. Gracious Father, we humbly come before your throne of grace, thanking you, dear Jesus, for just giving us the opportunity to come boldly before your presence, to lift you up and to magnify you and to exalt your holy name. Lord, you are good and you're 
mercy is everlasting and your truth endures unto all generations. Father, we love you tonight more than we did on yesterday. And we're so grateful for this opportunity to worship you in spirit and in truth. So God, as we come tonight lifting you up, we pray for our nation, Father God. We we have made a mess. We the people have made a mess of the nation. And God, we come, we come, and we confess, we repent for the sins of this nation. We have fallen so far from what you have purposed for us in our lives that we are sorry, Father. We we confess we have not been humble. We have not been kind. We have not been loving. We have not been forgiving. God, we come to you tonight and we ask on behalf of the United States of America, Father, forgive us. Your word says the poor we would have with us always and still today we have people who don't have medical insurance. We have people who are living out on the street. Father, today we have people that are still trying to survive while the rich continue to get rich. We are not doing our due diligence to take care of our brothers and our sisters. Father, forgive us. Pray for those those cities and those states, Father, that are the neighborhoods, Father, are coming together and they're grieving because of the violence that has been in an uproar on the streets, shootings in the schools, shooting in the churches, shooting in the grocery store, shooting, Father, at the gas station. Everywhere we go, Father, the gun violence is rampant, Lord. This is a pandemic. This gun violence is a pandemic. God, we know that you are in the midst of us because Zephaniah 3 told us you are in the midst of us. You are in control. Proverbs told us that the king's heart, the king's mind is in your hand. And just like you change the channels of the river, you can change the thoughts of President Biden and Vice President Harris. You can change the mindset of all the mayors, all the governors, all the chief of police. So, Father, tonight, God bless America. But America, it's time to bless God. It's time for us to turn from our wicked ways. It's time for us to humble ourselves and seek his face. Time for us to love mercy, to do justly, and to walk humbly before our God. Father, in the name of Jesus, touch those that are grieving tonight, those who have lost loved ones, those who are sitting at home right now trying to write out an obituary, those who are looking through closets and dressers trying to find clothes to bury their loved ones in. God, bless your people. Strengthen them, Lord God. Help them, Lord God. Touch those that are sick in their physical body, ailing God with sickness and disease. Heal God in the name of Jesus. We know you able, Father. Touch those who are thriving and surviving with mental health issues, Lord God. Lord God, you control everything, Father, and all you have to do is speak a word, Father, and their minds will be transformed. So, Father, we pray tonight that you would touch the minds of your children everywhere. 
Father God, bless, Lord God, those that are not saved tonight. I pray, God, that you would continue to use us, the body of Christ, to go out and to compel boys and girls and men and women to come to Christ. For Christ is the answer. Christ is the hope. Christ is the future. Oh, God, we need you tonight like we've never needed you before. And so we cry out to you, oh, God, Abba, Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. On earth as it is in heaven, give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory. Father, tonight, touch Pastor Friday. Oh, God, take him deep down into the hidden treasure of your word. Anoint him afresh, oh, God. Restore all that the locust and the cankerworm has eaten because I know he ministered this morning and he poured out all that he had. So God, refresh him now that he may do it again, that you may get the glory again out of the words that he has meditated upon and the words that have been pondering and stirring up in his spirit. May your word tonight give us what we need, direction, correction, motivation, encouragement, strength, Hope, open our eyes. Let your word tonight bring forth conviction. Let your word tonight bring forth confirmation, revelation. Give us an understanding, Father, and we will be so careful to give you all the praise, all the glory, and all the honor because it all belongs to you. We pray this in thy son Jesus' holy name. Thank God and amen.
Hallelujah. 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 That's that's one of them there good old goodens right there. I love that. I love that. We thank God on this evening and what a wonderful evening it is. Why? Because truly the day has been marvelous. Amen. Scripture says it best. This is the day that the Lord has made. And we will what? Rejoice. Hallelujah, somebody. And be glad therein. We are so humbly honored to be with you on this evening. We bear you greetings from Bright Star Ministries right here in the City of Roses. And it is truly a pleasure to be on the Light of Portland broadcast with great, great respect. Amen for Amen. The angel of this house, Pastor Kimberly Black. Amen. The greatest St. Stephen's family and to all of her administrative staff, those that, amen, give that this platform might be provided and also those that give her covering because it's a hard way to go when you don't have an anointed covering. We are thankful unto God for the blood of Jesus. Amen. That is all of our covering. Amen, amen, and and truly God has been good. It was exciting as I was listening to Pastor Black go forth. There's just something about her energy factor, and when when people are excited about Jesus, it seems to automatically make you excited. Amen. I was talking about that this morning. Amen. Scripture tells us to mark those who belong to the Lord. And somebody would ask the question, why do you want to mark them? Amen. Mark them just to let them know that you know who they are and vice versa, because you can be somewhere, might have a bad day, and just look across the room and get that eye-to-eye contact with somebody that loves the Lord and knows that you love the Lord as well. And maybe God brought your spirits to cross paths in a high praise. Amen. Galvanizing you guys together for all times. Amen. There are some people, amen, when revival comes, amen, you know you're going to see them there. When somebody's coming in town with an uncompromised rhema word of God, you're going to see them in the house. Hallelujah, somebody. And they haven't just come in to get filled up. They've come in to minister also to the atmosphere. And I thank God for this positive atmosphere that he has prepared before us on tonight. Let's look to the Lord. Gracious, eternal Father, we thank you once again, Lord, because I, I feel I feel my frailties on this evening, Lord. My, my voice wants to run away again, but it has no place to hide. Why? Because you have called it to once again voice your perspective in a way that all can receive, Lord, and make it applicable for all of our lives on tonight. We pray for the Light of Portland broadcast, and all that are listening all around the nation on tonight. And just say, Lord, prepare their hearts to receive. Give them solid application and and let their cups run over that they can share with others that are around them, Lord. And as I stand before you, again, as an empty cup, Lord, fill me from on high that I might do your bidding, Lord. Fill me and allow me to speak, give understanding. Fill me, Lord, and take me beyond what I can see, and let me see eternally, touch my ears to hear from heaven, Lord. Uh, Speak to me and through me, Lord, and and give me the courage, Lord, that only comes from you, and let me move forward, not in my way, but in your will. Have your way tonight, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. He's a mighty God. He's a mighty God. 
Well, I hear the old folks saying it's late in the evening, <laughs> and the sun here has gone down. So before it gets too dark for us to see our way clear, let us take a moment and turn to Hebrews, the the 10th chapter therein. I think God has a little something for us on today. Amen. And I'm always intrigued and, 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 and duly noting when another preacher prays the replenishment for another preacher. And Pastor Black, I thank you for that prayer of replenishment. And I pray your replenishment in the midst of this evening's message. Amen. Beginning our reading from the King James Version at the 32nd verse thereof, Hebrews chapter 10. And it says these few words, but call to remembrance the former days in which after you were, keyword, illuminated, ye endured a great fight of afflictions, partly wished uh, you were made a gazing block or a laughing stone, amen, a laughing stock, both by reproaches and afflictions, and partly wished you become companions of them that were so used. What it means is, as verse 34 comes, because you had compassion of me in my bonds and, and took joyfully the spoiling of our goods, knowing in ourselves that we have in heaven a better and a enduring substance. I think I'm going to stop right there. Amen. A better and enduring substance. Lord, have your way on tonight. Let the reading of your word, Lord, encamp and embody itself within us on tonight. For a few moments, amen, amen. I just want to say this to you up, up close and personal. Hold fast. Hold fast. Hold fast. Amen. But call to remembrance the former days in which after you were illuminated, ye endured a great fight of afflictions. Uh, yeah, when the light came on, uh, that, that, that's when things begin to change. When the light of God begins to, amen, exhibit itself in you, everybody can see the difference. We don't always catch on to it as, quick as others, but everyone can see the difference, especially if you came sincerely, mm -hmm. not because of your friends, not because mama or daddy said so, but you came to God under your own volition. Uh, you sought his face. You heard about him uh, and, and how good he is to them that love him. Amen. And how good he is because he loves them. There's something about this. There's something so special in this last and evil day. And just as in our preparatory prayer, amen, and expressions from, from Pastor Black, our, 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 our nation has lost its mind. And it's amazing. Amen. Mom and them had a, had a little saying, and a one bad apple, uh-huh, can spoil the whole bunch. And, and, and we saw the bad apple, and, and, and you know the bad apple's name. And, 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 and if you dare to, to wonder if he's mentioned in the Bible, uh, 
He's an insurrectionist. Uh, and the only insurrectionist I remember was, amen, when Jesus was on trial. Uh, amen, amen. There, there, was a, there was a man who was also jailed. And there was an opportunity to, 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 to give uh, our Lord a pardon. But it was up to the people whether or not they, they wanted Jesus or an insurrectionist whose name was Barabbas. And the people would rather have taken one that had already proved himself corruptible, one that had already proved himself not to be trusted. I was trying to tell the church this morning, amen, that it's time out for nonsense. I don't want to play church. Amen. I don't have a play eternal destination, but my eternal destination, what I'm working on as I walk this King's Highway, is that I might see Jesus face to face. Amen. When it's all said and done, when I shake off this finite flesh, when I shake off this trying ways, and when I shake off all of the things associated with this earthly journey, amen, and I lay down my staff, and God calls my name, and it's my turn to answer, oh, I know in my heart that I have a better and enduring substance something that is better uh, than the American way. Uh, and the American way was a wife, a husband, and 2.5 kids. Uh, yeah, a boy and a girl, that was the American way, uh, a yellow house with a white picket fence, uh, a job you could work for 35 years, and they would retire you, and you'd have a wonderful pension and get a gold watch, but Time has changed. We have so many differences, and, and they cater to every perspective that we have, some to the positive, some to the negative, some to an uplift, some to a down-sitting. Amen, because it'll take all the life out of you when you run after the negativity that they're presenting to us on today. But if we would dare to try to look a little deeper into this text because time is moving and I feel my help coming. It says, but call to remembrance. Uh, yeah, amen, amen. But be ever mindful of the days uh, by in which after ye were first, watch this, spiritually enlightened. Now, 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 that, that, that's something right there. That's something, amen, spiritually enlightened, not running with the crowd, not coming to church to see who's wearing what or who's holding whose hand or who's wink, shooting a wink across the room at somebody, whether or not pastor's on point or whether he's off point, but you come in seeking the face of God. And even if pastor stumbles, if you're seeking the face of God, God never lets the man or woman of God fall. Amen. What falls is your attention span. So look back. And remember how blessed you were when God woke you up spiritually and enlightened you. Amen. You endured a great painful struggle. The painful struggle was from your friends, from your partners, from your road dogs, them that knew you like you used to be. And I'll bet you even to this day and many years have 
passed, amen, since the call of God on our lives. And many years have passed, and we've done mighty works, and we've been around great and mighty women and men of God, but yet and still there are yet those that want to ask, are we still? And that's the question. Yes, we are is the answer. But most people want to ask the question, not really looking for the answer, because in their question, it's a diversionary ploy to make you in question of what they are truly asking, knowing that, watch this, they already know. And that's another thing about us. Amen. We are of age at this point. I thank God for, for amen, 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 three score and ten in a few days. Glory to God. That That's something, amen, especially when you didn't anticipate that you would get it. Amen. amen. I remember when my mother passed back in, amen, 86. Amen. And I didn't, I didn't see a, a 70 nothing in my frames in. I didn't understand how she had actually made it to the age of 86, but as she always would say, baby, one day at a time. Oh, yes. And, and, and they're, they're, but even in that little saying, she was illuminating us for the future. Amen. Showing us, hallelujah, that God would do something great in us. And I don't know about you, but I... I, I venture to say that you have somebody around you right now that's a bright light for the Lord. And you remember when they realized that you were, amen, in church and singing in the choir. You might have been a young usher. They got excited about it and began to tell you of the greatness of God and what he would do in your life. And that might have been the one that stuck with you all through high school and blessed you with a Bible here or there. Why? Because they knew that there was a better and enduring substance in knowing who Jesus was. Yes, it's a good thing to read and to write and to do your arithmetic and to study history, but history is lacked unless you know the history of Jesus. History is out of pocket if it doesn't speak on the majesty of who God is, because our history will talk about kings and queens, amen, men and women, but the true history of life is God, amen. It's God in Genesis, and it's God in Exodus, and it'll be God in Revelation. It is him and him alone that has what we need. And then I looked down, and all of a sudden, I saw another gospel nugget, and it said there in that 12th chapter of the same book of Hebrews, wherefore, seeing we are all so compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, it says, let us lay aside every weight that will so easily beset us and not, amen, wipe our memory about being enlightened, amen, by God, that cloud of witnesses, amen, is the Portland Trailblazers, amen, mourn the loss of the voice of the Trailblazers, Bill Shonley, the man that created the term Rip City, they celebrated him, but amen, he should be himself, and he is, because I've had the opportunity to meet him and his wife, he's a man that loves God, and he's a kind man, he's an encouraging man, and he 
fought a good fight and he kept the faith that now God has received him up into heaven and he'll have a shouting time up there. They might not be fast breaking like they did down here, but up there, hallelujah, he can run the golden road, hallelujah, up there. He can look at the pearly gates and up there he can rub up on the walls of Jasper, but all you got to do to rub up on the walls of Jasper right now is remember when God illuminated your thought pattern so that you could see heaven. Remember when God opened up your heart so you could receive his word. Remember when you hid his word in your heart that you would not sin against him and all of a sudden, somewhere along this illuminated walk, uh, you started walking for Jesus and stopped being concerned about the carnal way. Uh, more that you walked, uh, the narrower the sidewalk got. Uh, the more that you walked, uh, the closer you got to Jesus. Uh, the more that you walked, uh, you saw the work that he had for you. Uh, the more that you walked, uh, leaning and depending on him. Uh, how can we sing a song about leaning and depending on Jesus uh, when we want to close the book huh, because somebody's watching us when we want to hide it away when we're at work. Huh, I'm not going to hide the fact that I serve a true and living God. Huh. Because I get excited, I want somebody else to get excited too. I got a phone call one time from a brother that we went to church with many, many years as I was seeking the face of God, following the Holy Ghost Spirit, because I knew in my heart that there was more. And I sought it out, and we studied together under this great teacher, anointed man of God, and then... Then, then God called that man of God home a few years past, and he called me to ask me one question, and that question was, how did you get it? I said, what do you mean? You know what I mean. How did you get it? I was there longer than you. I heard more teaching than you. I read more Bible than you. I told you where you could go to Bible college, and what? I didn't get it, but you did. I said, that's because I didn't lean to my own understanding. But in all my ways, I thank God for everything that he did. I wanted to go to Bible college, but I didn't have the money. But God opened up a door. I wanted to be a better person, and I knew I couldn't do it by myself. There wasn't anybody of a fleshly counsel that could help me because I had some things going on eternally and internally. But God, in the name of Jesus, came in, heard my cry, and pitied my every groan, called me unto himself, forgave me of my sins, washed me in the purifying blood, taught me as only he could do. He sliced it, he diced it, he austerized it, and spoon-fed me, and showed me oh, how good he is. That's why I know that I have a better substance, eh? something that will not burn out, uh, something that will not run dry, an enduring substance, and that enduring substance uh, is the name of Jesus. Uh, in Jesus, uh, I have substance. Uh, now, uh, yes, I do, uh, because I got faith. Uh, and if you don't know about substance, uh, now faith. Uh, 
is the substance of things hoped for, uh, the evidence of things not seen. Uh, see, it's the evidence of the things not seen uh, that give me such an enduring substance. Uh, it's in the mighty cloud of witnesses uh, that you can't see, uh, but I know who's there. Uh, everybody that got me here, uh, a brother shouted at me this morning uh, just before he preached. Uh, he said, I'm standing on your shoulders, and I said, I'm standing on the shoulders of that mighty cloud of witnesses that helped me to get here. That's why I can say thank you, Dr. Martin Luther King. Better yet, let me say it right. Thank you, Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King, uh, for standing uh, the way that you stood. Uh, you took a, uh, hey, man, uh, they stabbed you uh, with an ice pick, uh, and had you sneeze, uh, you would have died, but you kept on pressing. Uh, you held fast. Uh, you didn't bow down. Uh, they threatened you. Uh, they threatened to kill your family, uh, but you kept pressing on the upward way. Uh, higher heights you gained each day, uh, and we gained courage. Watching you stand You stood for everybody That was beleaguered and labored You stood for the downtrodden And the outcast You showed us how to stand And then you got the Nobel Peace Prize How you gonna get a prize for peace Because the peace of God Is all that you need I heard the Lord speak out in that 12th chapter of Hebrews, it says, follow peace with all men and holiness, without which no man shall see God. They need to tell them that at the Congress. They need to tell them that in the Senate because they're not peaceful. They're underhanded. They can't be trusted, although they said they could. As we see it now, we don't know what the future may hold, but isn't it good to know that you have an enduring substance that isn't concerned about the future because he is the future. He is the only one that can go into our past and grab hold of our mistakes, hold us in today and prepare us for a brand new tomorrow. He is all in all, and that's enduring. He is my everything, and that's enduring. He is the love of my life, and that's enduring. And I'm so glad as we run this race I'm so glad as we kept and pick up the stride. I'm so glad that he knew before he called me that I was a long-distance runner. He knew that I wasn't about to sprint. He knew I wasn't going to be a flash in the pan. He knew if he called me and I started his race that I would run it all the way to the end. And I'm so glad for every Thank you, Jesus, gospel witness that he sent across my path. I'm so glad for them that labored in the midnight hour praying for me. I'm so glad that they didn't give up when man cast me down. It was the mothers of the church that held me up. When man turned a deaf ear, the mother said, baby, you can make it. When man tried to cast me out, it was the mothers that opened the door and 
brought me back in. I'm so glad that I had a mother of substance. I'm so glad she trained me up in the way that I should go and told me I had an enduring substance, and his name is Jesus. Come on up in here, somebody. There might be someone out there that has a substance abuse problem, but I got a substance that's better than what you're working with. I got a substance that will work with you. I got a substance that'll take that taste out your mouth. I got a substance that'll teach you what recovery really is. I got a substance, not just a topic, but a substance. I got that substance deep down in my heart. I got that substance on my mind each and every day. Let this mind be in me, which was also in Christ Jesus. Well, I don't want to keep you long. And yes, it's been a long day, and the only thing that's against me is time, because time will run out, but I won't run out of word, because his word is in my heart. His word is on my mind. His word is manifesting itself each and every day, moment by moment, and minute by minute. He warned us and told us to be ye ready. He warned us and told us there'll be some that'll come in dressed like they sheep, but they're really wolves in disguise. He warned us uh, not to look unto man, but to look unto him, uh, the author and the finisher of our faith. Uh, he told us, uh, and I'm so glad that he did. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, and as that 10th chapter, uh, amen, of Hebrews goes on, uh, they laughed at you. They publicly exposed you. They did insults, amen, and they gave you a painful struggle, and the one thing that you did, huh, you looked for others that were just like you, huh, and you encouraged them, huh, you held them up huh, when others cut them down, huh, they would throw them down, you would pick them up, they would cast them out, you would talk them up and tell them how good they are, and tell them of the love of Christ, and somebody out there right now needs the love of Christ, and it's there that you will find a better and enduring substance. Lord, time is against us tonight, but Lord, you command time. Just a word from you can change everything in our lives, Lord. And we want to put it in your hands. We thank you for that enduring substance. We thank you for opportunity to express how that substance moves. And because it's enduring, that means it will be with us through our trials and through our tests. Keep our minds stayed on you, Lord, that we know. Because by your word, you said you'd never leave us, nor would you forsake us. Hallelujah. And we know this beyond the shadow of a doubt. He whom the Son sets free is free indeed. Great word. Indeed. Of a certainty, indeed. Amen. I agree, indeed. And this is my heart's prayer tonight that you activate your enduring substance, that you look back in your mind and remember how you felt when God first empowered you, illuminated you, amen, gave you spiritual insight that you continue to share with the world. As I take my clothes, my prayer is that God would enlighten you, empower you, that his presence would engulf you and surround you. 
and give you peace beyond your own understanding. This has been Pastor Friday of Bright Star Ministries, Portland, Oregon, thanking God for yet another opportunity to expound and to encourage his believers because we have that enduring substance and it comes in the name of Jesus. Father, thank you for this time. Lord, now release the rest of it, Lord, for there surely is more to come. As we have labored through the day, Lord, some preaching once, some twice, some three times. But, Lord, it matters not how many times because as many times as you call, we will give you what you have given unto us. And we thank you for that on tonight. Bless greater St. Stephen's and the light of Portland Broadcast and the many voices that will be coming throughout the remainder of this year that souls will be added to the kingdom. Now, Lord, have your way as we release your message in Jesus' name. This is a good time to receive the Lord as your Savior. Look into your own heart. You know your shortcomings. You know you need Jesus. Confess your sins. Ask him into your heart. He will come, and he will receive you just as you are. Again, Pastor Friday from Bright Star Ministries Empowerment Temple, standing on the word tonight. Daniel 12 and 3 is our foundational scripture, but I won't say it, but I will tell you this. Life is what you make it, and only you fake it. God bless you tonight is our prayer. Thank you, Pastor Black. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. An enduring substance. What a mighty word on tonight. Thank you, Pastor Friday. I don't know about you, my brothers and sisters, um, but I was on 10 when we started. I'm on about 50 right now. Um, I, I wish we it wasn't so late because I'm, I'm ready for another round of church. Amen. Another round of worship. Another round of the word of God. Such an awesome, powerful word. And Pastor Friday was right on it. I, I kept hearing the doors of the church open. I, the church doors are always open, but the the altar is open, and wherever you are tonight, I want to invite you to fall on your knees, fall on your face, um, go sit in the bathroom. If you got to, you know, take a five-minute break, go somewhere where you can uh, stretch forth your hands and open up your heart and open up your mind and your mouth to, to confess Christ and receive this enduring substance. Because that's what we're going to need to make it through. Thank you so much, Pastor Friday, for that word. I hope that you've been blessed, my brothers and sisters. I hope that something was said tonight to encourage you, to strengthen you, to motivate you, and to cause you to seek out that enduring substance. Until next Sunday, may God bless you. May God keep you. May God grant his grace and mercy to be upon you. Know that I love you and there's nothing you can do about it. Tell somebody to meet us here next Sunday night at 8 o'clock for the light of Portland where the word of is forth. Be blessed my brother. Be blessed my sister.
it's already getting better. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.